United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Let's bring into the conversation Nancy Lindborg, the president of the United States Institute of Peace, tweeting at Nancy Lindborg. She joins us. Nancy, welcome back. Thank you for being here this morning. Great to be with you, Tim. So what are the prospects for these talks? Is there any sense that these are um, substantive, that they are actually uh, potentially leading to specific action? Do you, can you give us some insight? Well, you know, North Korea has been a foreign policy challenge that has vexed. This is now the fifth administration uh, in terms of trying different rounds of talks, trying for ways uh, to have a resolution to what North Korea wants and what everybody else wants. Um, and it, I have a great belief that there ultimately will be a way forward, but I doubt that it will be this exact round of talks. The good news is that, you know, there's never been such a coming together of so many countries uh, around agreement that this is a problem that needs to be solved. And so we're seeing a new seriousness of purpose uh, among countries like China and and some of the others that have otherwise continued to do trade with North Korea. You know, Nancy, you have uh, so many people for us. North Korea is remote. It's a place we have never been for most Americans, I would say. You've been there, though, not just once, but several times. Give us a sense of what it's like. What's North Korea like? I mean, I'm guessing that wherever you went, you had to be followed by a keeper, if you will, and that, uh, you know, from what I've seen, people are reluctant to speak their minds when they meet people from other countries. But just just give us the benefit of your experience having visited there, what, what, what we should know about North Korea. Yeah, you know, I first went during the height of the famine in the late 90s, and over the following 14 years, went probably nearly 20 times. And, you know, remember that during the late 90s, uh, there was somewhere, and the estimates widely vary, but somewhere between one to two million people who died of starvation. And even today, out of a population uh, uh, of, you know, roughly 23-ish million people, uh, 41% of those people are undernourished. And um, uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of them uh, still require food to be distributed by the states, or sorry, two-thirds of North Koreans still depend on food that the state gives them. So this is a country where people from cradle to grave, from the time they get up to the time they go to bed, are very much um, in the hands of the state, are are, uh, participating in state-run activities, And the entire regime legitimacy is based on rallying its people in the cause of defending itself against the existential threat of the United States. And so there's, I think, um, we need to be more aware of what's going on inside the country, who are the North Koreans, and how do they understand what's going on in the dialogue right now. So the the more I think that they are able to credibly present a threat to their people, the more, despite the great hardship that they live in, the more I believe that they will uh, rally to support their government. Nancy, I, we hear about sanctions and one of the methods by which the United States and other nations try to bring countries in line 
is to provide, rather than military, they use economic means, and sanctions will prevent trade from taking place. One of the arguments against harsh sanctions sometimes that it hurts the people who live in the country without, while it's attempting to punish those who are the leaders. In the case of North Korea, one can hardly imagine how much more suffering can be inflicted on them by sanctions because of the inefficiency of the government and its ability to deliver basic survival, uh, whether it's food, shelter, or whatever, to the citizens of the country. Explain how the how the, the sanctions might or might not work, or is this a regime that is just not responsive to almost anything? Well, the the importance of the latest rounds of, sh- of sanctions, which have really shown rare cooperation between the United States, China, and Russia, is that they uh, apply to the, the kind of uh, legitimate trade that provides hard currency, which is so necessary for the weapons program. And also, over the last... You know, seven to 10 years, there has been a growing class of elites uh, who live in Pyongyang who have access to luxury goods. And in fact, one of the issues now in North Korea is a widening gap between the haves and have-nots. And so the degree to which the sanctions increasingly uh, address uh, what those elites most care about there is a greater likelihood that they'll have some kind of effect, and especially if the sanctions address the ability to continue to get uh, hard currency and and other uh, things that are needed for the weapons program. Um, Having said that, only about one-third of of the $3 billion economy of North Korea will be addressed by these sanctions. So they have an enormous resilience and ability uh, to use illicit means to bring in goods and and currency, so there's kind of a good news bad news about the sanctions program. Key to all of this is China, which is the primary um, trade partner and the country through which the majority of the trade goes, both licit and illicit. That was going to be my next question is because, as I mentioned at the top of this discussion, President Xi Jinping has been making statements about the future of communist China, um, setting the stage for long rule is the headline in today's Wall Street Journal, uh, leader likely to emerge from Communist Party Congress with new allies, powers. So how does that affect what is happening in North Korea? What is, if you will, the Xi strategy, which it seems is he's, if he's going to be, the, if China's going to lead, he's going to lead them into this. What is their strategy? Well, I think they're searching for a strategy as well. Um, they are... Uh, I think heartened by the four the four don'ts that were articulated by Secretary Tillerson, which are, you know, the U.S. doesn't want uh, a, a nuclear North Korea. We don't want regime change. We don't want our soldiers into North Korea, and we don't want to hasten a reunification of the peninsula. Those are very calming words, uh, and I think China shares all of those four aspirations. And so the question is, OK, we, if we share those as our policy goals, how do we get there? Um, and the opportunity to to work together and we're seeing China working in a way that it hasn't before with us on the sanctions um, is uh, a reason to be hopeful and an opening to continue working with I know that uh, President Trump, we may be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, he is scheduled to visit China in early November, and one wonders 
if there is a message that he delivers at that time relative to North Korea? That remains to be seen. I mean, the, the, the policy has been clearly articulated um, in, in terms of these four don'ts. I think you've seen um, Deputy Secretary Sullivan, uh, as you mentioned at the top of the show, is currently having talks where, you know, he's looking at what is the combination of pressure of talks uh, that can help resolve this problem. Um, you know, the, 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 the terrible option, of course, is is military action on any side because of the ramifications, which would be severe and significant, particularly if nuclear weapons are brought into the picture. Nancy, I do appreciate you spending time with us on POTUS today. Important issues, and uh, glad we have a chance to sort of give them a chance to breathe. Thanks for being on POTUS. (laughs) Thanks, as always, Tim. Have a good day. You too. That is Nancy Lindborg. She is the president of the United States Institute of Peace on the topic of North Korea, and she is tweeting at Lindborg, L-I-N-D-B-O-R-G. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.